I can't even. I can't even. I sort of wish we were recording actually keeping this in. God damn. <laughs> that was such a sad year. He was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. You yeah, know so what? You know what? No, we're not even going to It was start dry over. in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep this in. It's your boy, Chris, no, a.k.a. SSJ Blackrock, <laughs> a.k.a. Keep this? Yes. Your year was so sad. Because I was sad my was entire very, life. Was very, <laughs> it was very sad. State of this country is sad. It is, yo. <laughs> you know what? Oh Actually, goodness. yeah, keep it for that because God. Oh my goodness, yo, yo. Um, you know what else this, is sad? Welcome to that's unfortunate. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to that's unfortunate. Episode eighteen. Um, that's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. <laughs> Jade, what's going on? Not shit, dog. Um, I've been doing pretty good. You know, just vibing, um, working. You can find me on Instagram at Jade is confused. There's an underscore in between those three words. Um, or you can just type in Jade Cooley on literally any other platform and I should be the first bitch to show up. Uh, <laughs> if not, you know, look harder. <laughs> what about you, Velvet? How are you? I'm doing great up until actually thinking about tomorrow. Which Oof. if oh, you're because tomorrow's election day. Oh yes. So oh no, but here's the funny. Here's the, no, no, he, no. Here's <laughs> listen. Here's the time fuck right now, and we're gonna play along with this. The time play, fuck. Listen, listen. So we're talking about this the present for right us now. Yes. But when the, when y'all see it, y'all have already lived through it. Y'all, we are. You've we don't made know, it this far. You've made it that far. We, we're so ignorant right now. <laughs> like we don't know what's about to happen. Let's but all you make guys one. Know. But you guys, you guys know. This is some Inception shit. Let's yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Let's go ahead and give one good smile of us just not knowing who might be the president, having hope that it's someone different. Yo, I'm scared. I can't even smile. Let's just this. no. Let's just, <laughs> I know. Like, y'all, it hasn't happened yet. He, if he is president, he's not president yet. So let's just smile. Blissful ignorance. Oh, smile. No, the, but the way you just said that—that's that, the same for both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's how fucked the situation oh, is. Damn. Just smile. Just smile. <laughs> well, you know what? Whatever happens, if it goes south, <laughs> if it goes south, I'm going um, north. <laughs> if it goes south, I'm going north. <laughs> I'm getting out this fucking country. Look, I'm gone. Uh, no matter what happens, we'll narrow down the issue. <laughs> not what's not so much as the issue will be resolved. We'll narrow down the problem. I hope y'all are ready for America, <laughs> the the season finale. <laughs> well, I, of course, once again, season finale. Once again, y'all have already like started the season, so no spoilers, no Please. spoilers. I don't want to know yet. Um, damn, that's, that's some crazy stuff. And Velvet, we have a guest. We have a guest. Oh wait! Before find me on social media. Velvet, and watch me be disappointed over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> now here we are with our special guest that I'm actually very happy to introduce. Like <laughs> genuinely happy, not that fake happy we had two minutes ago. That yeah. fake happy point. <laughs> we have Alton. What's up, guys? Oh, okay. I like that. Okay, <laughs> effects. <laughs> right, <laughs> Alton here. Um, happy to be here, you guys. Happy um, to have you. Yes. Fresh off of a new fall feels inspired EP thing. <laughs> EP thing <laughs> <laughs> called the Fall Pack by Yours Truly. Uh, you can find me all social medias al the number ten Stewart. That is S T E W A R T, not Stuart Little. <laughs> Because 
I'm the average height now, fuckers. You can't call me <laughs> Alton Stewart Little anymore. Oh, damn. <laughs> did you did that? I'm almost it, nigga. You can't say I say, yo, like, I felt Well, you were, you were one of two out of four people who oh, were, like, wow. in this table who were allowed to say it. So, like. I mean, but, you know. <laughs> we listen. We understand. Yo, elementary school, they was letting me have it because I was short, man. But I grew up, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Amen. That was Stuart Average. <laughs> Stuart Average. I don't know. I feel like Lil Stuart could have gone somewhere. Nah. No. <laughs> producer name? So, <laughs> Imagine. All right. So, so while we're on the topic of high school. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, you, you also, you, like you said, you dropped an EP, you know, you're into music. Let's talk about what was on your music device, your iPod, your iPhone, MP3. whatever you had, MP3, yeah, MP3 <laughs> player, um, like those. Oh man, I've I've had some. Were like, the little the little ones? Little, like the, the little, yeah. Have you ever had the one? The Rune? Like, the no, Nano. Zune. Zune. I'm, I'm not even Zune. talking about those. I'm talking oh. about like the like the Walmart Walmart ones. Yo, oh, the, the RCA joint. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had the one. You, the one that you get at Big Lots. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I had one that had SpongeBob on it. I'm not joking, bitch. Yo, I feel like I've I had seen w- that one before. Yes. No, you did because you you know you saw it? Dollar General. <laughs> That's exactly where I saw it. You yes. saw it at Dollar I've General on the one. second aisle in yo, front of the yo, cash yo, register. But, but, but regardless what device you've had, we all, we've all we all done it. We've all willingly given our computer aids yes. by yeah, illegally downloading music. Yes. It's, it's, it's happened. It's, everyone's done it. Well, you know what? It's a rite of passage. What did you give you? What content did you use to give your computer aids with? Yo, <laughs> so I all right, so I have to shout out uh, Soldier Boy for being a <gasps> Dude, pioneer, okay. a pioneer during this age. Shout um, out to Soldier. You know, Six, he, seven, he, eight, he, triple nine, eight, he, two, he, one, like two. Every, every, <laughs> anytime you search for something, he figured out the algorithm before algorithms were algorithms. Yo, he, he really like, did. You search anything, one of his songs will pop up. Sometimes, team. sometimes you would search for a song and download it thinking that's that song. You double click on it, you listen, and it's a Soldier Boy song. <laughs> How the fuck did he do that? <laughs> I guess you could say Soldier Boy had an army of. Uh, oh my God, Jade! <laughs> guess you could say he invaded our playlists. Stop! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> that was. He was trying to kiss you through the phone. Oh my God! <laughs> So and we've all said so you <laughs> my music. <laughs> so we've all had soldier on our devices at some point. Just sort, yeah. It's sort of like that U two album on everyone's I, iPhone. Oh yes, yeah. yeah, always there. So what about you, Jaden? All right, I've got a um, playlist. Yeah, got a playlist. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. All right. Hold on, let me just pause that real quick. That's not my playlist. It's... All right, I have. Um, Honestly, I was kind of, I was really indie and gay. And I, y'all, I think y'all forget <laughs> that I'm Gen Z, okay? Um, I'm not old. Wow. I'm just kidding. Wow. I, wow. Okay. Wow. I offended four out of three. No, wait, three out of four. Three out of four. Three out of four. <laughs> the guests. Um, <laughs> I offended several people, but I am a youngster. I, um, you know, used to burn my lip drinking coffee before it was cool. So like, <laughs> when's that cool? I'm always cool. Like you know, burning I, your lip on coffee—that's not cool. It's an indie joke. I did it before it was cool. I drank my coffee before it was oh, cool. Oh, 
I get it. You're doing great. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I was. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't the fedora magic playing hipster. I was more of like the, you know, I listen to good music and you don't hipster. I can relate. Thanks, dog. <laughs> I, well, um, I fell in love with a band called Vancouver Sleep Clinic. Um, and I think I've actually suggested them before. I can drop a link if you want me to. Um, I'm going to drop a link because I want to. Um, <laughs> they are so, so good. Um, since you don't really know Soldier, um, since you don't know them like you know Soldier <laughs> Boy, I'm going to go ahead and send that link real quick. Okay. Um, um, the playlist that I had growing up all the time, well, growing up, growing up in high school, um, was, uh, Vancouver Sleep Clinic, like, repetitive. Um, you see, you just hear, I'm just gonna let you, it's okay. And he sounds like this, live. And he came out with an album on my birthday. I started following them when they had, like, 500 followers. Because, you know, I like the undergrounds. Day one. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I hit them up and I was like, is your album? Because they were like, it drops in March. And I was like, on the 23rd. And they were like, if you want it to. And I was like, I do. He so, did this, uh, you guys. Yeah. No, he's, uh, they're incredible. Their music is just soul-wrenching. So, um, 10 out of 10 recommend. That and Broods, which is another gay indie band <laughs> that I, a gay indie person, <laughs> listen to. <laughs> All right, Velvet, what about you? What, what was on your thing? I was going to say Dora the Explorer, MVP player. <laughs> what kind of racist ass shit is that? Not the Dora Explorer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had SpongeBob. Damn, I, I completely fucked that up. It's internal <laughs> racism. <laughs> God damn. Jesus. That made me sh- At a time like this, Chris? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I'm the support group. Okay, <laughs> no, just kidding. That didn't hurt though. <laughs> um, let's Tora. see. Um, Tora definitely Drake. Uh, you know. <laughs> Are you surprised? No. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Drake, Aventura, T Mills. Um, fuck. Uh, Pretty Ricky. <laughs> In the morning. <laughs> yes. Um, also, shout out to Alton for putting me on to uh, the weekend back then. <gasps> oh. I did that. Yeah, you did. Oh shit! The weekend. I don't remember how, but I know it was you. Yo, when he Wait, first came good. out, I was like, "Y'all better put yes. on this motherfucking house of balloons." <laughs> when did that you first him. start listening to the weekend? That's an. That's actually a really good question. That should have been a right after question. Right after, high school. right after I got out of high school. What song put you on right? the weekend? Um, what you need? Old, yes, me too. Me too. What song put <laughs> you, you on you the weekend? Because uh, I mean, we've all been on it. We've all been on the weekend. Oh my god! Not not this album. It was a song. It was like one of the popular songs on his on his album before last. Chris, what? Feel my face? Yes, that was Chris. it. Yeah. Chris. That was it. Mine was off of the Catching Fire soundtrack, Elastic Heart, featuring Sia. Velvet. You better. No, I, <laughs> I mean probably. If I listen to it, yeah, I, probably I have it. But I'm okay, not. I'm not gonna be that person. Oh. We listen. We were listening know. to him. In, uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was 2011 because I remember walking the halls. My y'all wasn't senior listening that hard. So y- y'all talk. Y'all talk about that. I think senior year that was 09 for me. So that's oh, why yeah, I'm sorry. like, 
That's no, why. I, se- that's why I'm like, damn, I feel old. My senior year that's was eleven. That was a completely. 11, that was a completely different time period. I was eleven. Oh my god, Jade, shut up. Jesus Christ. God, no, my senior year was 2011, 2012, and I remember walking my hallways and good old listen to to the weekend. So that's shout out to Alton for that. What did you listen to? Oh man, we about to go through a fucking <laughs> clusterfuck. A clusterfuck. <laughs> Obviously, my chemical romance. <laughs> if you tune into the live, <laughs> honestly, um, freshman year, it was as she previously stated a lot of underground shit. Um, not even just underground. It was like, um, my favorite band was The Strokes. <gasps> okay. Arctic Monkeys, oh. um, Block Party, and then when um, I start incorporating EDM, Justice, Crystal Castles, uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Dab Punk. I mean, this is I shit I punk. still listen to to this day. Same. That's all good. on my. You go on my Spotify. They're all there. I'm proud of you. Yeah, and then um, my senior year, I discovered. Not even my senior year, my junior year, I discovered my favorite artist, Kid Cudi. Oh, yes. I do not look like him, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. You know, I like how you have to make that disclaimer. Because they, oh, this nigga Cudi. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all of y'all had, like, really, really good, like, uh, taste in music. In high school, got to man. I was a fucking weeb. If you listen to my my playlist, is anime openings, um, (laughs) (laughs) video game soundtracks, and I was also into wrestling. Once again, by my my uh, when we did that was the last episode. No, we did the season two uh, about us thing, and I was like, yo, in a previous life, you would have been an an alternate timeline. I would have been a pro wrestler, and it would have been an anime intro for his theme song. Yes, listen, it would have been so dope. Chris. Yeah, he would have no been walking artists, in no there. Nothing? Huh? No artists? No, he would have been walking in there guns blazing. No, 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 so, no, 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 no. So if that like the artists that I would like get into would be the ones that were in those video games. So anything that like Halsey. that was in anything that was like in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yo, shout Tony, out Tony Hawk, Hawk Pro Skater had a classic soundtrack. Shout out to Tony shout Hawk. Shout out to EA Big. <laughs> Like, Yo, NFL, NFL Street. EA, NFL Street. <laughs> Shout out to Need for Speed, Most yes. Wanted. Yes. All of these games had fire soundtracks. Bro, so that's that. how you cannot mention games without mentioning <laughs> Guitar Hero. Guitar yes. Hero. Yes. So I that's how y'all. I was. Exp- I hate it so, oh, and, and it also it also roots down to, like, that's how I was able to get exposure into the world. Because growing up, I was, like, in a strict Christian household. So, like, Um, listening to secular music, secular, like, this, that, and the third, I wasn't able to do that. So, whenever I want to go to, like, a cousin's house or something like that, and they would play those games. Yeah, that's that's, so interesting, though, because, like, growing up, I was also in a very, like, religious household. I was also in, like, because I grew up in mostly foster care in Georgia. Um, So, like, when you grow up in foster care in Griffin, Georgia, or in Pike County, Georgia, you're going to get a lot of religious households. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And music is very restricted. Right. And especially like whenever you don't have access to like the funds for an iPhone and stuff. So like mm-hmm. it was almost like a drug deal for my friends to fuck? like, yeah, to like give out music and stuff. Like we would listen to like Guns N' Roses. Um, we would listen to stuff like, you know, um, 
the uh, we listen to stuff like Blondie, you know, stuff like that. Like I, each I, other I, classic rock. I'd expect y'all to just listen to that off rip. Well, I mean, I I do now because I mean, look at me. Um, <laughs> but like you know, like back then we were like passing out like you know like old rap, like old rock. Mm. So I was like able. To, that's how that was my experience. My gateway is like very generic hmm. for like people who listen so to like, like so do you Tupac think, and stuff. Do you like think that. that's the reason why that now that you're older and you can do whatever the fuck you want? That's why you have like that particular taste. Yeah. That's oh no, I, most most definitely, my taste is definitely like very eclectic for that purpose. Um, I it was music wasn't so much for like the sound it was for the message at that point it was because Mm. i was challenging authority i was challenging people who said i couldn't listen to this and i did because i wanted to know what the hype was about and then i realized the hype was about like most of the time cocaine and like you know (laughs) 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 but like you know i was able to like delve into like you know old rock music old rap old like sometimes even old country like um Willie Nelson, stuff like that, where they talk about marijuana culture and stuff like I was, that. I was gonna ask Alton, what about you, man? Like, what was what was growing up in your household? Like, how were you exposed to music? Uh <laughs> <laughs> so um, I mean, not too many people know, but both of my parents were actually in the music industry. I'm not about to say their names. I'll let y'all do your research, <laughs> but um. It was it was free game in my house when it came to music. My dad was a hundred percent supportive when it came to anything I played. Like you got to think, very early in like elementary, middle school, I started off listening to like Lincoln Park and shit like that. And right on. And it was like a bunch of screaming, but he could still <laughs> appreciate it. I'm like, Dad, you get this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it was always different genres being played because you know my dad being a producer he's he's like me when i approach music i i love music so much that i will take bits and pieces from any genre it doesn't matter if it sounds good if it gets right played, that's that's all it is do you think that might have hindered you at all growing up like for instance like there's a lot of hypersexualization in the music industry which i mean we're getting ready to talk about but um do you think that might have hindered you as a child at all like being having that open like, not really so much of a restriction towards music in general, not so much of a restriction towards the genre and what the, what the message being conveyed with music is? I think the only takeaway from it came within, like, my own community. Like, the black community, you you can't play screaming, like, rock shit <laughs> and be... Yeah. And right. not expect to be looked at like, yeah. like nigga, <laughs> <laughs> this ain't 50 uh. Cent. <laughs> No, no so no it's funny no it's crazy that's a, that's funny but uh like when i started playing sports in high school and like i said my mp3 player would be literally soundtracks from like all of these different games i like before like getting into the sport so for example i also wrestled before like getting into a match i'd have my playlist my music would be stuff like lincoln park mm. and and, and break, breaking benjamin and stuff oh like my that. God, breaking <laughs> Yo, so, yeah, so that dude. would be like my hype music yeah. and then like there was a time where like a friend of mine uh i guess didn't have his music so he was like hey yo chris can i use your mp3 player to get like you know hyped oh. up before my match and i was like oh <laughs> fuck so but here's the funny part that was that was a homie i still let him use that uh my headphones and my mp3 player and of course i was like fuck well here comes here, 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 come, here, come, here comes me being roasted all the way home uh on the bus uh but it turns out 
that he also watches anime. Oh. He is also also playing Rock Band. Let's go. Which, okay. which it turns out he's a fucking beast <laughs> at Rock Band. Um, Love that. It, it's, it's something where like it was like a sort of secret society in the black mm-hmm. culture. It really is. You just feel like fucking power surging through you when you yeah. find somebody like you that enjoys the same shit and like they look just like you. Bro, you are my friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, no, that literally makes me think about the thing that you shared the other day with Derek about how he was like when you first came when you thought you like yo <laughs> like devil. That, that, that was my <laughs> first taste of Georgia, bro. I came. I came. First of all, I came out here. Um, like I said, oh eight, oh nine. Um, gauges in my ear. Just like skinny skater, jeans, skinny jeans, vans, obey shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, that was who I am. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and like my friend, my good friend, who I'm currently still tight with to this day, I looked back on my <laughs> memories, and it was this um, this post from 2011, 2010, and it was like. <laughs> it was like I'm not gonna lie. I thought you worshipped the devil. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you just look like the type of dude that be talking backwards. That's <laughs> dead as what he said. He, and then he ended it with, "But when I got to know you, you really cool as fuck." And I don't know if anybody told you this, but you look like, like Kid <laughs> It all comes together full circle. And I was uh, like, I can't even hate this guy. He is being 100% honest. Yes. He still accepts me for who I am. And look where the fuck he got me today, man. Right. <laughs> so we also want to know what you guys, y- y'all listening at home or on the bus or at work. On the, uh, bus. <laughs> on the bus. We have, some, we have some northern listeners. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, on like, the bus, I, on the train. I, I was just thinking of the school bus. Oh. Now, a lot of times <laughs> I would be in trouble on the way home from school and I'd be listening to Each Tear by Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I, listen, I would no. listen to uh, Never Shout Never. Hey. Shout, out, shout out to Tay for that shit. <laughs> or like if I was like sad. Little people in your life. All right, listen. <laughs> I was trying to, I, I had a segue into oh, the sorry. topic. <laughs> and that got derailed. I can't even. Sorry. Y'all. All right, so. We we'll got never some shout sh- never listen, again. We got some. Sorry. We got some shit to talk about. Let's talk about. The hypersexualization in the music industry. Yes, right now. yes. Mm. Uh, Jade, what you like? What's to you? Oh, what's, um, yeah. All right, this is gonna sound offensive as fuck at first. Oh. But if you think about it, and you're not such an ignorant shit about it, uh, you like actually kind of see my point. Um, like, let's denounce really quick connotations for words. Let's take a minute to like denounce what we think about the way that we feel. Um, whenever someone says something, so that way we can actually get this message across. Okay. Um, Adele, no offense, looks mediocre as fuck, right? When she started her career, she was chubby. She looked like, you know, just mediocre, like just the average woman. Loved the representation. Beautiful voice. Barely had to literally even lift her heels and click them for her to get platinum records. Now you get artists like... Um, Let's let's talk about some of the black platinum record artists. Oh, wait, real quick on the uh, thing with Adele. Uh, you, you you brought up when um, when she came in, how she was like 
Yeah. She was she was bigger and everything. She yeah, was she was, big, she was big, just big, average. Yeah. But now she's like skinny. Oh yeah. She's like super skinny. She's still not getting records. I though. don't I I think I think Fat Adele was a better like artist. I disagree. Because I didn't listen to anything. Because I, I, I think her music now I feel is like better her, than Eve. I feel like her music came from like a like a like a source, like a deep, deep source. Pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see what you mean by that. Yeah. The emotion behind it, the production of her music now better though. Oh yeah, of course. Dang. Like that, um, yeah, that's great. But, but you know, I think it's interesting how when you look at people who sell as many records as Adele sold or as many records as hell, even, you know, let's let's even talk about the skinny ones like Katy Perry. I mean, <laughs> average voice. Average face, mm-hmm. average body, um, millions. Um, and then you look at those successful black women in the industry. Beyonce is gorgeous, flat out gorgeous, has the voice of a fucking angel, um, and has still had opportunities in her industry stolen from her. Um, we can even look at people like Kalani, um, who is gorgeous, incredible voice, has that opportunity stolen from her. Now look at the difference in what the hoops they have to jump through. It's almost as if black women in the industry um, and Latino women in the industry or just women in the industry in general usually have to start stripping down. Um, they usually have to like start, you know, hypersexualizing themselves for them to actually gain notoriety before they can actually push a message. The first artist I have seen who has been able to cover their entire body on purpose and make like a living out of it is a... You guessed it, white girl, um, Billie Eilish. So, um, <laughs> all right. So you brought Billie up, is dope, man. Really, yeah. Billie is great. She's can, dope. Can but I, the thing is, is like if a black girl did that, she would not have gotten the notoriety. Oh, absolutely, she not. would not have gotten the recognition. She would not have gotten the like fame. And it's all what I feel like boils down to the hypersexualization in the music industry. They want to see your clothes off of you before they can actually what listen to you. Oh, all right. So you took that to like a, you brought it to a deep point. And like I was about to like interject and sort of straddle that deep point line, but then you went like even deeper. So we rolling in the deep. We're rolling in the deep right now. <laughs> yes. yes. Somebody, somebody catch me. I'll be part of the family now. So I'm sorry. I just <laughs> had to. I just had to. I just had to. So, so I want to. I want to. I want to reel that back in. I want to reel. <laughs> I want to reel that back in to when we're talking about Billie Eilish. Y'all fucking weirdos. Yes. She is to me. She's still a child. She's seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. I disagree, but at the same time, no, no, disagree. Yeah. No, no. My point is, y'all. She's she's a child. Why are we looking at her body like that? Yes. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. I'm getting at like. That's fucking weird. Like then, and it's, she's intentional about like wearing the baggy clothes and mm-hmm. not putting that much like effort. Not effort, but like she's trying to not have eyes on certain parts. Yes, and I applaud her for that. I really do. Yeah. But it's sad that she has to do things like that in an industry that like demands. It's about yeah. sound. Yeah. If it's so much about sound, why are we so focused on the instant gratification that comes from the visual representation of an artist? Exactly. Because it's really not about sound. sound. Because yeah. it's about message. <laughs> that w- That's what music is ultimately about is about message. Mm-hmm. Which is why hypersexualization can become so dangerous is because you're straying away from the... Have you noticed that like people are becoming a little more emotionless? People are becoming a little more or less like, careful of how they speak to each other how they speak to their partners how they speak to their friends um 
but we are getting a lot of sexual gratification that comes from music. And while I think that's important, it is important for women to own their bodies and it's important for men to own their bodies, but men and women alike, it seems like for in order for them to become famous, they have to talk about how many bitches or how many men they've fucked and how they've gotten away with becoming at the top of the pyramid and how their body's better than somebody else's and how curvy they are and how sexy they are. So do you, do you think that women who now own that hypersexualization and like their music now matches men's music when it comes to like how graphic they have to make the music sound. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the thing that I feel ultimately about it is that like, while it's, it's, I don't think that I think matching it was a great idea, but however, I think we went in the wrong direction. Um, I think that like, so you don't, you don't think we should be singing about WAPs. I mean, I think that like you're. I think <laughs> that entitlement's beautiful. I think like the the overall message of like how women are equal to men in that standpoint, how they should be allowed to do this, is important. However, is, yeah. I think instead of us jumping in that direction, we should be urging men to become I, less sexual with music and more focused on like messages that hmm. matter. Alton, what, what, how do you, what do you feel about hypersexualization in the music industry? I honestly feel like there's. I don't want to say I'm not to sound insensitive, but there is a time and a place for it. Same with guys like all of my favorite like rappers that are guys. Um, number one rapper right now, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. He's not sitting here like promoting how many bitches he's fucked mm-hmm. or right. how much money he has and stuff like that. And you see where that got him. He's the first rapper to collect the highest um, writing award that you can get, the Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> First rapper to do that. They only gave that to, like, rock stars and stuff like hmm. that. So I honestly feel like um, as far as women go, like I said, if it's empowering someone to, you know, be proud of their body and who they are, by all means, go for it. But don't let that be your only selling point. Yes. Yeah, why is that yeah. your clutch, you know? Yeah. It's, like, so, it's so easy for you to do that it's almost, like I said, not to sound insensitive, it's so easy, but it's almost pathetic. Like, this is all you can talk about? Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same thing with men, too, though. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah, no, okay. they rap about the same thing over and over again, and you're kind of just like, is this? It's boring. This As a person <laughs> who... As a person who, like, escaped their body and found refuge in sound, um, I had a hard time connecting to artists who talked about their body all the time. As somebody who wanted to escape their being, somebody who wanted to just shed their skin and get rid of it, um, I found a lot of comfort in music. I found a lot of comfort in what people could do with their voice. And I always wondered, what does someone's body have to do with something that's focused around sound? It's music, dog. That's deep. Because growing yeah. up, like I said, I listened to anime openings and <laughs> <laughs> there, was no, there was no fucking message like that. Hell it was, yeah. It's all about powering up and being right. the best <laughs> protagonist you could be. Oh, shit. Damn. That's deep. Thanks. That's, Thanks. <laughs> that's really deep. Nah, so she hit the nail on the head. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks, y'all. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Alton, we have you on this episode, episode 18. And we wanted to, we wanted to like, get to know you, but then also like... Have other people also get to know the man behind the music. <laughs> I like that. So, Velvet, let's yes. start with you. What questions do we got? Okay. What up, friend? I know, right? <laughs> hey, friend. Um, all right. So, 
first things first. What I'm made you get? Huh? I'm the realist. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god. Oh. I should have like. I should just the not. episode with Alton. All right. Um. So, you know, you're obviously involved in the music industry. What made you get started? Like, what was the? I guess the thing that said. The hey. thing that clicked and said, yeah. hey, do this. Yes, what was that Honestly, you? I feel like it's always been there. When I decided to act on impulse and finally get my sound out there was when, um, going back to what we just talked about, I got tired of hearing the same thing, same production, like, you know, you got your trap beats. Uh, uh, th- I mean, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. People are mm-hmm. talented making those type of beats. But it's like I wanted to hear something different. And I always say if you are tired of the same thing, you're tired of hearing the same thing, then you should be the one to change it. Right. You, yeah. be, oh, wow. you be that person that will take people to a different realm or let people in on who you are within your sound. So – just last year, um, releasing my first track, Leap of Faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I honestly, I didn't have any direction with this. I just said, you know what? I've been sitting on music for so long. It's time to let people know. It's like, it's time to literally, that's what the song's called, Leap of Faith, by the way. It's time to take this Leap of Faith <laughs> and just step out and be like, you know what? I'm here. I do this. I think my shit is dope. Let's it see is. what you guys think. <laughs> and yeah, that was my first step into music. So once you know, once you release that uh, that track, like, and you found like your your sound, like, at at that point, like, what's your process of like refining yourself and like evolving even more? Once I got my foot out there, everything after that was pretty much. Not only proving to other people, but to prove to myself, um, what direction do you want to take them in next? Mm-hmm. And going back to, you know, being that outcast at a younger age of listening to, you know, rock, EDM, different stuff other people aren't listening to, I released another track called Chambers, and... These are both instrumentals, by the way, like no words behind them. And it was just like this industrial sounding, like dirty, grimy ass beat. But I also incorporated like some nice chords behind it to, you know, lighten the load or whatever. But I mean, even that was received well. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm on to <laughs> something. <laughs> no. how, how has your music inspiration shifted throughout your career? It's shifted, um, honestly, uh, I feel like it's shifted through what I've been going through hmm. on a everyday basis. Like, with these music releases, <coughs> it's all about emotion. Like, um, if I'm feeling happy, I'm going to put some shit out. If right. I feel like, you know, people haven't heard from me in a while, they need to hear something, I'm going to put it out. Like with this, this most recent release, Fall Pack, um, I was in a state of confusion, but the music is what 
was happy. It was what is current. It was, I was like, this feels like fall. This feels like what I have going on right now. If I don't put this shit out right now, <laughs> it will never come out. <laughs> so, all right. So I got to, I have a question, like just straight off of that. Yeah. Um, does that mean that you have a soundtrack for America season finale <laughs> Yo, that's I right around the corner? That, like you have Yo. music that will fit that whole vibe because y'all, we are going into something like right now. Once again, if you missed the live show, watch it. We are in the past. Like what y'all have lived through. We have no idea what you've done and what's going on. And that scares me. Mm-hmm. That scares so, me. So, Alton, I'm thinking minor chord, 4-4 four, four beat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we um, can... Uh, <laughs> shit, if you're watching this, uh, <laughs> if Donald Trump is out of office, I might have some happy shit for y'all. <laughs> yeah, well, Yo, I mean, as it no, stands, that's a whole minor vibe. chord, 4-4 four, four beat. <laughs> Who? Remember the whole vibe of when Obama got put into yes. uh, With the G- office? Who was it? Jeezy? Bro, my G- president yeah. is black. Yes. yes. <laughs> that whole, like, vibe. vibe. It was, like, yes. It was kind of like, like, fuck. Everyone was, everyone everyone was, was like, excited. Well, that was the, like. Oh, not everyone, but. Everyone. Shit, I was. I, I, I know. I that was, was the too, four man. level of Beyonce, and right now we're in the black parade level of Beyonce. There's still both major chord, but some <laughs> of them just make you sad. <laughs> But the Civil War, though, like, <laughs> if it goes into that, do you, do you have do you have some music that will, bro, get us through Aww. that experience? Honestly, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drop a Civil War inspired <laughs> fucking song. But if that is what it takes to get people motivated and move, through dude. this bro this that is bullshit. such a move i got y'all <laughs> oh, you yeah. heard it here first <laughs> when we're out there in the trenches and and, and, and so what that one person has a radio playing and this bop drops you already know what this my dude you already know what it is so um how do you how do you plan to shape the music industry for black men in the future i mean that's a heavy tone that's going on lately like no for sure black men in general going through like the disparaging of black men and like struggles of black men so how do you plan on like using your voice and your movement to you know shape how they influence the music industry I honestly plan on using whatever influence I have. Um, I honestly want to shape it to the point where you don't have to be this popping ass, blinged out, uh, high fashion wearing ass shit to get your point across. Right. Mm -hmm. On a production level, because you guys got to remember, I'm just a producer. Um, I'll leave it up to you know, the people I collaborate with to get their message across. But how I get my message across with through my music is solely based on if you are actually listening to the music. I don't make shit to just digest and automatically be like, oh, yeah, he meant this by that and that and that. Like, if you actually listen to my stuff, I said it in um, an interview I did with with, uh, Voyage ATL. Shout out to you guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you listen to my actual production, you could honestly tell how I was feeling when I was making that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a reflection of you. Exactly. Yes. And I feel like anybody who is as passionate as me or even more passionate, um, whatever you create, let it be you. Don't make shit for anybody else. Because at the end of the day, bro, 
these fans are not loyal. <laughs> <laughs> these yeah. people are on Kendrick's neck right now. Like, oh, he ain't released music in two, three years. He's washed. He's trash. Like, bro, let this man work. Because yeah. when it comes out, you're gonna be like, oh, he's the greatest of all time. <laughs> well, I think another challenge that I've seen a lot with artists is that, like, because music is a reflection of you, mm. um, they think that that is a reflection of you forever and they forget mm -hmm. that you as an artist are going to evolve they At forget that your message is going to evolve and that is a reflection of a time capsule of your belief system not so much of you forever Absolutely. your views are going to change your style is going to change your art's going to change your message is going to change and i mean that's that's kind of why i wanted to know like how your music inspiration shifted to see how it has changed and how like that time capsule of the reflection of you will change in the future constantly changing constantly because like i said we go through new shit every day every i don't want to say every minute but your mood can change throughout the day can yeah. you I, I about to say yeah. no, but as a, as a person though like as, as a growing person like yeah. you should be evolving at like every point you yes. shouldn't be stagnant like mm -mm. you i feel like if you're not moving to be an even better person um you got you sort of got to realign like your priorities at that point like 100%. really look back step back and like look right. at yourself mm -hmm. well i mean if you think about it like we've all listened to different stages of genres throughout our entire life right mm -hmm. so wouldn't it make sense for an artist to be a different genre exactly. a different person each representation Yo, of their shout life out to, shout out to uh, childish gambino Yo, right yes. like exactly perfect example yes. so um, like with that being said yeah. like why are we holding people? Why are we holding 2004 Beyonce to the standard of 2020 Beyonce? Uh, like that shit's like gonna Beyonce. evolve. So I'm excited She's to see what you got you. in the future. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I'm, yeah. And I was, I was, once again on Challenge Gambino, his last album slapped. Like, I, don't know, I don't know why when I posted my like um, on repeats on Spotify. And someone was like, "Oh, I see that you have like the latest uh, Childish Gambino on it." But I see so I see 2005, so it means you li you're listening to his good stuff. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold up now, hold up, whoa, relax." Let artists grow, man. I feel like they tried to do the same shit with Kanye, man. It was oh. like, yes, <laughs> yes. That's a whole rabbit hole for me to jump down. So, but like, but for Kanye, that's the that goes back to what we said. It's all about like what you're going through as yes, a person, exactly. bro. When 808, yeah, well, you can see out, when he stopped going through black struggles. Man, you can tell. You can tell when he stopped having to go through black struggles. I'm sorry, <laughs> you can fucking. It's a representation of his music. His music now. I mean, he came up with the gospel album, dog. <laughs> you can tell when he stopped having to deal with the same struggles that black people go through. But also going back, that is. It's not good, but that's the, where he's at in his life right yeah. now. Yeah, it's not good, obviously, but like, yeah. So, personally. Is it bad that I still fuck with Kanye's music? Yes. Like I, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> she didn't even let you think what? about it. <laughs> yes, no, it's you not. You drop something, I'm going to listen to it. No, no I'm, I'm no, pissed no, about yeah. the fact that I'm pissed. Listen, but. No, I'm, I'm still pissed I, about the fact that he said, I love black women. Black women need to stop being betrayed by black men. And then he turned around and betrayed every black woman by being with the woman who takes black culture constantly and uses it to benefit herself. Wait, and he, he said this? 
Yes, as an early artist, if you listen to his early music, the stuff I listened to that made me love Kanye West was every time that he said stuff about how black women deserve representation in media, black women deserve representation in music, black women deserve the rights to be able to wear whatever hairstyles they want and not be oppressed for it, black women be a, deserve the right to have an education and become powerful and not be viewed as a white girl, black women deserve to be able to like be got, loved by black men. You got that all out of college dropout. <laughs> <laughs> no, like listen. No, seriously. Like he, he was not just a musician. He was a poet. He was like, but, but once again, like he was mentally at a better place at yes. that point. I know, but the thing is, you can see Mental as a health. reflection of when he stopped. Once he got famous, right, and he had the money, and he's a household name. He no longer has to deal with the same black struggles that y'all have to deal with. So his music is a reflection but of that shit. His behavior also, is a reflection of that shit. He acts like a fool because he's allowed to. But. Black also, men are not allowed to act like fools. Y'all yep. get shot for it. Yeah. He's not. He gets publicized for it, makes money off of it, and then turns around and takes his white girl home who's wearing the same braids that y'all's black women gets treated like shit for. Fuck oh. him. Mm. But, but I can't, does that mean I can't listen to power? Does no, that listen matter? to it, does dog. Not, I'm just saying. Does that, does that <laughs> I mean, I'm... Velvet, what you got? What you what you got to buy? All right. As far as like evolving, like I mean, like specifically with Kanye, I know like he did have like mental breakdowns because you know a, a lot of people bring this up about how his mother passed away. Mm -hmm. That is very like you know that's very serious for someone who you know loved his mother as much as he did. Mm. Um, although I do believe he went off the deep end. You you agree with but, me, right? No, but that's I, when that's when he went off the deep end. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When he went off the deep end was when he had to deal with his mother's death. That yeah. was like a whole mm -hmm. mental health issue. But then it's starting getting No, I mean that's the thing like no, but then I, it leads into your point of how like he started the game. No, I loved Kanye. Like when he first started, I was I thought the reason why I know he was a poet because I loved his poetry. The reason why I know that he was an amazing artist was because I loved his art, we're, yo. Right, so we're not debating that his new stuff is better. No, I'm just no. saying yeah. I still listen to it. No, him. I'm yeah, just saying too. he was once great to me. He was an inspiration to me. And then whenever I saw him turn his black back on the black women that he used to represent so wholeheartedly, um, I lost my inspiration with him. I lost his art as a whole. It just it made me um, it turned me off completely because once I'm he got still, it I'm, makes me angry that he got successful and then forgot about us. I'm still I'm still waiting for him to drop this album because we know he's not really running for president. Bruh. We know it's is he is either going to be about his gap line about the drop or an album album drop. Yeah, obviously. It's still yeah. trash though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Oh. So yeah, obviously. yeah. Wait, I mean, reel it back in. Yeah, uh, to like because we got a little bit derailed. I would like to know, <laughs> fucking Kanye. God damn it. All right. Um, I would like to know, how do you plan pr to protect your rights over your own music as your, you know, industry grows? Um, I'm currently protecting my music. Uh, everything that you guys hear from me, everything that touches streaming services, my SoundCloud, anything, it is completely copywritten, covered. So if you want to use my music, sample my shit. I'm putting money back in my pocket, bro. So, <laughs> go for amen. It, man. Uh, honestly, this I worked so hard on my shit. It I would be a fool not to have my shit. Covered. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um. Do you have any advice for upcoming artists as to how they can protect their rights over their own music? Um, I don't. I don't want to be like selfish or anything, but do your research, man. I did it. Um, I mean, that's solid advice. No, that really <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, that is genuine like advice like. yeah um when you go 
into this industry, you have to recognize that you have an audience. Whether you think it's big or not, people are listening. Mm -hmm. People are influenced by what you're putting out. And whether they're going to take from it or not, you never know. So it can't hurt to be covered. I mean, with each song I put out, um, it's not that much money to get your shit copywritten, you guys. Uh, you never know who is going to reach. With this With this uh, recent drop, I haven't put music out since fucking March with Fred. I did his track called Void. It's, it's been a while. I didn't think people were still listening, but I still got my shit covered. And people are still listening. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that I just show, like goes to show that if you're really trying to jump into an industry, like... You got to be smart about you it, You got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, you, you got to be smart. You got you sort of have to have that mindset, but then at the same time, uh, do your research. Because, yeah. you know, you may not have uh, people to, like, sort of steer you in the right direction, but, like, if you... The, the information is out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Honestly, honestly, all of this... Is stuff that I've I, I've learned myself on the internet, right? Right. Yeah. Right. If you have a passion for something, like you'll go out and like learn the stuff. As much as we may not like her, um, personally, uh, but Taylor Swift said something really important. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, where are you going?" I'll I know. you guys to chuckle <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> oh shit, my heart. <laughs> um, but Taylor Swift, uh, she. <laughs> Why did I just catch up on where you were thinking? Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. As much as we may not like this bitch. Uh, so, basically, she said something really important. She said, where there is inspiration, um, there is potential. And where there is potential, there should be protection. Um, and that was with her, like, Scooter scooter Braun, you know, argument or whatever. Mm. Um, I think that's really important. If you feel like you're about to, like, create something, protect yourself every single time. Because if there is inspiration, there is potential. And with potential should come protection. So, you know, because... You have potential to go south or north, so you know you pick one dog. Bars. <laughs> every time, every time. Thank you, thank you. Right, I'll so be here all Monday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's that's pretty much what we got so far. Alton, man, like shout out to you. Shout out to that. We appreciate you, man. I'm on. That's unfortunate, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, we feel very fortunate to have you. Yeah. Once, a, once again, <laughs> where where can people find you? Uh, social media, AL, the number 10, Stuart, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Follow you right now. What else I got? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. My Apple SoundCloud. Music. Apple Music. <laughs> Apple music. Yeah. SoundCloud. All of my music you can find AL-10. Uh, you'll see me. Yeah. Check me out, man. Might Definitely. Like some, you might like some shit. You might like some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely love to see it. And once again, um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. We'll have everything linked in the description. Uh, we'd love to see you on the live show if yes. you haven't been yet. It, I, I feel like this past, once again... I have to explain it through like time travel. <laughs> what what was today for us would be two weeks for them. A week. A week for them. A week. Mm, you're doing but, great. But check out this last live stream. Check out the li- last live stream. Uh, it's great stuff. Really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And we will catch y'all next time. That's unfortunate. Deuce. Peace.